Let's cross to Boston now. Speak to columnist with the Boston Globe, Kevin Cullen, as we always do at this time on a Friday. How are you, Kevin? Very well, Jonathan. Time magazine. Big deal that Enda Kenny is on the front of this, you might argue. But is it just the uh, European version that's from where European newsstands he'll be staring out from? Any sign of him in the States? No, I don't think you're going to see it. As, as remarkable as Enda Kenny is seen as, as bringing Ireland back from the brink, I don't think that's something you're going to see in the American version in the middle of a, a presidential campaign. Yeah, I think they're probably going to dominate that. There was a quote, I, was, I mentioned it to Tom Dunn earlier on, that there's an interview with the interviewer, which is a bit odd in its own way, but um, the question that was asked of the interviewer was, his predecessor Brian Cowan called him a fool. Did he have any foolish moments when you interviewed him? And the interviewer said, he didn't do anything that one would think of as particularly foolish, which is an endorsement. Uh, he's certainly endearing and has a slight childlike quality to his enthusiasm. There was a moment, she said, when he was showing me around the office and showing me absolutely everything, including all of his photos, when you found yourself thinking that he was sweet. Uh, Is that a ringing endorsement that you want your political leader to be seen as somewhat sweet? It sounds slightly condescending if you ask me, but then again, first impressions, she doesn't know Enda, she hasn't really spent much time with him, so you know, I, I've seen him in, in, in action here in Boston, too, when he's with uh, people that he's met for the first time, and, and he does handle himself very well. He is charming. Uh, but obviously, the, when you look at the meat of what that story is about, it's all about fiscal responsibility and, 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 and taking some responsibility for the situation in Ireland finds itself, and particularly compared against his peers in other parts of the European Union. I, I, I think that's why you find Enda Kennedy on the cover of, of Time magazine. Hmm. Still an endorsement, though, even if it is the European version. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting, at, top, uh, at the top of the uh, European version, there is a mention of the US election, but of course that is dominating um, where mm. you are at the moment because Governor Mitt Romney, um, he really stepped up to the plate for this presidential debate. Uh, TV host John Stewart, um, uh, now you'd wonder what his opinion would be on this because uh, he, he mercilessly mocks both sides, but he agreed with what was pretty much a unanimous um, verdict afterwards that Obama did not do his best. We all know this is a deeply divided nation, or at least it was, until last night when something happened that brought all Americans together in agreement. President Obama took a shellacking. He was not properly prepared for this. The president didn't bring his A-game. He was just so dull. He looked tired to me. Romney won hands down. He was very, very bad last night. There is no red America. There is no blue America. There is only the America that can't believe how bad this guy did in the debate. (laughs) John Stewart on The Daily Show. What's a shellacking? I've never heard that one before. Shellacking, it's just a a, a beating. It's referring to a paint job when you get completely covered in paint. But I I agree with all those assessments. I watched it and was sort of waiting for that moment. At first, I thought it was... He was doing a Muhammad Ali playing a rope-a-dope, and he was just letting him on, and he was going to come out very hard. At, and it never happened. Um, now, clearly, this was mostly about style, because there's still a lot of substance. I mean, this is the other thing in this instant punditry that we have now. Everybody is just really reacting on style. There wasn't enough time to check the facts, and the facts now are a little more muddled. But clearly on style, Romney won. He looked more engaged. He was focused. He was on message. And the president's body language, he just seemed completely distracted. He, he was, they had split screens of the candidates, and, and Romney looked so engaged and, and was looking at, his, at, at, at President Obama. And when he was not speaking, President Obama just had his eyes cast down. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else. And as somebody I heard referred to him, they called him O'Stammer. 
because he just really stammered quite a bit through the uh, through the whole presentation. But wasn't wasn't Obama supposed to be this wonderful debater when he like he's a Chicago professor and he he has been debating throughout his his political life and uh, mm-hmm. his life in college as well. Where where did that Obama disappear? To? Is he, was well, he just out of practice? I don't. You know, the debate that he's a great debater is not necessarily. He's a much better what would you call on the stump. He's a much better campaigner. Uh, he's very very vibrant and lively on the stump. The debate thing, now, the other thing you have to remember is, is in terms of being in mid-season form, but Mitt Romney came out of a primary and is in very good form. He was, he's, he's debated at least 10, 12 times in the last year. Um, Obama, has, that's his first debate in four years. So that's part of the explanation. Uh, but there also just seemed that there was a calculated uh, decision by the Obama campaign to come in with sort of hands-off. There were no personal attacks on Romney. There was no mention of his 47% remark. There was no mention of Bain Capital selling jobs offshore. Um, but now I, I talked to a, a, an Obama guy yesterday, and they said, it, you know, if yesterday was hands-off, next the debate is going to be gloves-off. So yeah, I think they well, learned their lesson quickly. I'd, well, I'd, I'd, and I'd wonder how capable he is of taking the gloves off if he was that weak in the first debate. We all remember, and we've all read about what happened, Kennedy versus Nixon, that Kennedy mm-hmm. turned his campaign around. Romney certainly needed to turn his campaign around. But do the TV debates carry that much weight anymore? Well, I mean, they, they believe that 67 million people watch that. And for a guy like Mitt Romney, who's been criticized as not having any core beliefs or, or being, you know, in touch with ordinary people, they, there, were, there were immediate polls that suggested he really did turn his image around very quickly and that, that, that more people are, are predisposed to like him and believe that he actually cares about American voters. That, that, that he turned those numbers around. Of course, that's a snapshot poll. The other thing that people have to re- remember, and that history is, is a funny guide on this because if you go back to 2004, John Kerry absolutely cleaned George Bush's clock in the first debate. Even Republicans oh, yeah. admitted that. What well, wasn't fact, hard now, to be, to yeah, be well, fair. Well, that's what some people would say, but then there were lowered expectations for, for Bush in a, in a situation like that. But, you know, Kerry was perceived to win all three debates, and he still lost the election. So it, it, debates are funny because they tend to reinforce one person's view of if, what you go into there with. But there's still that 5% of people who haven't made up their mind, and they would have probably have been you know, favorably disposed watching a, a guy like Mitt Romney who was clearly on top of his game compared to the president. Now, whether... Yeah, but, it, I mean, it, like I said, the, the polls consistently show that the debates don't change. They're not sea change. As one of the President Obama's you know, uh, closest advisors said, that he, there's no doubt that Romney run the, won that debate. Can he make up 10 points in Ohio? They don't believe that. Yeah, but the thing is, do they honestly think middle America is going to be won over by this guy? We know he still hasn't declared his, his full tax returns. We know he's a millionaire. We know what he thinks of 47% of the American electorate. So this debate and trying to focus on the middle class, the squeeze middle, the same debate that we're having over here. I mean, are they going to fall for all of the guff that's coming out of them over that? It's bit like a it's early days, Jonathan. We'll see. And this is just one debate. And, and there, the, the media tends to overemphasize these things because they're sort of pseudo-events. They, we could talk about them before. We can talk about them after. But they're right back on the campaign trail yesterday. So it, let's see what happens. The next debate is October 16 at Hofstra. I would be surprised if Romney is, is clear a winner in that one. 
But does this all mean that much? It's very hard to say. You usually need a couple of weeks beyond these events to see how the polling, the snap polling is clearly going to be with, with Mitt Romney because he was that much better in the debate than Obama. But whether that moves the needle in all these swing states, we won't know that for at least a week. Yeah, okay. Still seems to be a a little bit um, one-sided with Obama ahead, very much in the polls. It'll be an interesting second debate either way. Kevin, we'll talk to you again next week. Good man.